Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Seguin. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player. I've been vegan for nine years. I've also been able to coach over 350 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to listen to today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today's show is dedicated to you if you feel like you've been stuck in your fat loss transformation, if you feel like you've been stuck in your fitness journey, like the needle isn't moving, the scale isn't moving, you feel like you're putting all this hard work and nothing is changing on your body. So this is for you. So first, I want to set the, the tone and the stage to just assume that you're doing everything right. Right. So what I mean by that is you're hundred percent compliant with your calories, your protein per day, you're you're eating high quality foods, you're one hundred percent compliant. You might have your moments where you include some foods that are a little bit more processed, but overall you're always within your calories that you're supposed to be eating and you're not in a calorie surplus. Right. And so the second point is to ensure that you track everything that goes into your mouth. If you are one of our members, we will give you a meal plan. If you follow the meal plan, you will fall within your metrics. But if you don't have a meal plan to follow and you're simply tracking your calories using platforms like MyFitnessPal or Chronometer, everything that goes into your mouth needs to go in that app. If you're eating vegetables, you can estimate it. But if you're eating a handful of nuts, if you're adding dressing, you're adding sauces, you're cooking with oil, whatever it may be, you have to account for that. A lot of people will cook with oil three meals a day, and then wonder why they can't lose weight. Well, you just add in five to 600 calories that weren't bringing you any benefits and you didn't even know were there, right? And they're, they're hidden calories. So making sure that everything you're going to eat, everything that you're going to cook with, you are tracking. So if currently you believe that you are in a deficit, you believe that you are on track, but you're not tracking accurately, I invite you to just track accurately for a week and see what happens. A lot of the times that we see is when we are members saying that they're following everything 100%, we tell them like, hey, let's just track everything that you're putting into your mouth. And then they have a bite of a fruit, they eat the leftover of their kid's meal, they grab a little handful of nuts here, and then but they don't think about it, but those ca those calories actually matter. Um, so just bring your awareness to everything goes into your mouth, track it for one week, just to have a better understanding of how much you're actually eating. So the third point is consistency, right? It's one thing to eat 100% perfect a few times a week, but if you eat perfectly for five days and you don't per eat perfectly on the weekend and you go over your calories, which tends to happen often, and which tends to be honestly one of the big reasons why people can't seem to have any progression if they're not working with a coach, right? Because they have no one to bring them back on track. During the week, they're going to be perfect within their metrics and eat high quality foods. On the weekend, a bit more processed food, they're going to go over the calories and they're going to destroy the deficit that they created throughout the week with their weekend. So making sure that you're consistent across the border. Now, two other factors that could come into that if you feel like you're stuck, the amount of stress you have in your life. Stress has been shown to di be directly correlated to your weight being stuck, to your body not wanting to lose weight. And let's just break it down and think about this. If you're in a high stress state, right? Your schedule is all over the place. You're a caregiver at this time. One of your kids is sick. Something's happening at your work that's making you stress. There's financial struggles. Your body 
when it comes to stress, it doesn't know that it's financial. It doesn't know that it's your, your kid is sick. All it knows is fight or flight, right? So if you're always in that fight or flight situation, you're always stressed, then what do you think your body is going to do? Do you think its priority will be to get rid of additional energy sources that it can use for the future? Your body doesn't know if you're being chased by a lion. It doesn't know that. Your body doesn't know if you won't have access to food for a long period of time. It, it doesn't know and it doesn't care. All it wants to do is to ensure your survival. And so when you're in a high stress state, your body is going to hold on to that fat because it don't know what's happening and it doesn't know what's going to come over the course of the next few days, weeks, and months. And it wants to ensure that it has enough energy storage to be able to outrun that lion and to survive if you can't get enough food for a long period of time. And so being able to manage your stress makes the world of a difference in helping the scale go down. And we've seen tremendous results with our members, including meditation into their practice and bringing more awareness to when they have those moments of stress and they want to emotionally eat. Meditation has been a big one. Um, cold shower, cold therapy has been a big one for our members. I know it sounds counterproductive to not causing stress into your body, but the thing is it builds resiliency in your body because psychological stress and the physical stress um, uh, do affect the body, but in a different way in that that cold therapy aspect does build that resiliency inside of you, all right? Um, and then sleep is another big one, right? If you don't get enough sleep, when you lose weight, your body is, is will put a bigger emphasis on losing muscle versus fat. And that's been scientifically shown. Um, I've talked about this before. I have the book right here, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. I'm just going to pull it up if, you're, if you guys are watching on YouTube right here. Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Incredible book, but shows one of the studies that was in there is when you lack sleep, the amount of weight that you would lose, 75% of it would come from muscle mass if you lack sleep versus fat. And so what happens if you lose muscle mass? Well, your body composition changes in the opposite direction that we want it to change, right? So you get softer, you get fluffier, and that could reflect in the scale, not moving in the direction that you want to also. Right? So now that the, the stage is set for these things that need to be into place, I want to share an analogy with you that hopefully will help you better understand how the body changes. Because a lot of times people will start a transformation and they think that um, the graph for their fat loss, if they're tracking on their app, is just going to go perfectly straight down. But a few things that we don't account for life stressors, we don't account for emergencies, we don't account for us not being able to meal prep or being somewhere where there's not a lot of good food options and you have to eat something because you're hungry and it's, you know, a vegan burger that's on there with some fries and everything. So we never account for things happening, which you always do. It's life. We've never had any member that went through a perfect journey um, and that nothing happened in their life. It doesn't happen. Something is bound to happen if you're you're with us. Our, our members are on average with us for a year to year and a half. Like something's going to happen, right? So we, we need to learn to navigate that and manage our expectation with that. But the other part is that are, they are... Um, invisible changes that are taking place that you can't see right away. And so what I mean by that is, actually, let me just explain to you an analogy. You guys have probably heard of what a piñata is, right? When you're a kid and there's birthday parties, you put candy in it, and then you have your baseball bat, and then you hit at it, and eventually it just busts open, and there's a bunch of candy. So your transformation is kind of like a piñata. There's um, what you want. The body that you want is inside the piñata. When you take your first hit, 
is it going to crack open? No, it's made not to crack open, right? And that's the equivalent to your body. Your, bo your body has resistance to you wanting to lose weight because, again, it doesn't care if you want a six-pack. It doesn't care if you want to a flatter stomach. All it cares about is survival. It needs to stay put. And when you hit that that first hit, it doesn't crack. But what happens? It weakens the, the shell of the piñata. And the more hits you do, the weaker it becomes. And eventually on that 20th or that 25th hit, boom, it just cracks open. But for 20 to 25 hits, it didn't seem like anything was actually changing and anything was actually happening. But something was happening. That shell was being weakened so that it could bust open when you took that last hit. Was it that last hit? That was the cause for it cracking it open. No, it was the buildup of all the previous hit that you took. And so for a lot of you in your transformation, let's I'll, I'll put it in numbers. 75% of the time, people have a decent graph where it's going down with fluctuations up and down. And then there's maybe like 10% of the time where people are really high fluctuators. Um, and the way it's going to go up and down a lot on a daily basis. But when we look at the overall per month, it still heads downwards. And then for a very small percentage of people, we'll say like 5%, um, what happens to their weight is they've it, it plateaus and there's more resistance because they've tried to lose weight so often, so often in the past. If you've tried to lose weight often and you're a chronic yo-yo dieter, you have built resistance to fat loss within your body because of all the years of yo-yo dieting. That's why my one of my goals is to catch people before they've done yo-yo dieting so that we don't have that resistance built into the body. Because you have to think that your body, you go through periods of starvation, which is what creating a, 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 a calorie deficit is when you're trying to lose weight. You go through periods of starvation, and then you do that over and over again. Starvation, stuff yourself. Starvation, stuff yourself. You do that over 5, 10, 20 years. What do you think happens the next time you want to go into deficit? Your body is like, here it goes. Here's a crazy person again, starving themselves. But we just need to hold off because eventually they're just going to go back to eating a bunch of food. So there's no wait for, there's no need for us to lose weight. So your body builds resistance to fat loss the more often you've done it. All right. And so understanding that, be honest with yourself. Have you tried really? I would say unethical, but unsustainable approaches to fat loss in the past. Have you tried doing eight, 900 calorie diets? Have you tried things where you can like keto, where you completely call out your, cut out your carbs, going to low calorie deficit. Have you tried over exercising? Have you been really hard on your body with a fat loss? If you have, it does not make fat loss impossible, but it does make it more challenging. And that's the reality of what you have to deal with, right? Fat loss isn't a fair game. If you have someone that um, put on weight their whole life and they go up to 280 pounds and they've never tried to lose the weight and we do their fat loss properly the first time, their body is going to melt away at incredible speed because they've never built that resistance in their body. But if you're someone that's been yo-yo dieting for 20 pounds for the past 20 years or the past 10 years, even the past five years, when you go to lose the weight, your body will have more resistance. There will be more fluctuation that will take place. And that's normal. And again, it's not fair, but <laughs> who cares if it's fair or not, right? The reality is this is, those are the, those are the cards that you have been dealt with. You can complain all you want that it's hard, that it's challenging, that it's not fair. 
at the end of the day, you created that for yourself by using unsustainable approaches for year. Again, I'm not here to bash you. I'm just here to help you understand that those are the cards that you have. You just have to play them to the best that you can. You just have to deal with what you have. Yes, I yes, it would be great if we could wish that the scenario would be different. We wish it would be great if we haven't done all this yo-yo dieting. We wish, um, you know, we wish we would have done things differently, but we can't go back in the past. We can't change our current situation with how it's been built into our body, but you can change what you create in the future. And so, yes, maybe your body might be more prone to being resistant to fat loss. It doesn't make it impossible. It just makes it a little bit more challenging and it's going to force you to be hyper-consistent and hyper-compliant with the plan in order for you to get there. All right, so I guess about 5% of the time and the other 5% of the time, it's, um, I, I wouldn't even know how to characterize that, but the last 5% of the time is like people that have been chronically under-eating and then we need to reverse diet first before we go into a fat loss. And for some people, we need to reverse diet for six months. We need to maintain for six months before we can even do a cut in a year later, right? It all depends on where your situation is at. That's why when people come to, to work with us, it's like, hey, I want to lose this amount of weight. What do I do? I'm like, well, how long? How, what amount of food have you been eating? How long have you been in a calorie deficit? Like, what does your workout look like? What does it look like for the past year? Do you have a, a history of yo-yo dieting? Is there any health conditions that come into that? Do you have PCOS, hypothyroidism? Is there what is in what what is what is the package that's coming with you wanting to reach that goal? And so, if you're one of those people that um, you're not seeing any results at the moment. And again, you're being 100% compliant. You're being consistent. You're prioritizing your sleep. Um, you're tracking everything and you're on track, but you have a history of yo-yo dieting, then your body might have a bit of resistance. And all that needs to happen is again, that pinata analogy, just keep hitting and hitting and hitting at it. And eventually it'll bust open. Eventually you'll break through the plateau of your body being resistant. I always like to tell the story. We had one of our um, members of the Fabian tribe, Tish, who had a history of yo-yo dieting. And I think she didn't, she lost weight a little bit at the beginning and then her body just plateaued. It was like, I'm not going through this again. And it was a period of four to five months where her weight didn't budge, like not even a pound. There was fluctuations, but it stayed in the same zone for four, like four to five months. And she's like, hey, I'm doing everything right. I'm tracking. I was like, just keep at it, keep adding. Like the changes are happening, right? So hitting that pinata doesn't look like anything's changing, but things are weakening. And eventually she just busted through that plateau and started melting away. Like her body was losing weight so fast after that. And we didn't do anything drastic. We just kept being consistent and consistent and consistent, right? The reality is you have to deal with the body that God gave you. You have to deal with the reality of how you've built your body, the, the impact that you've had on your body. That's just a reality of life. Is it a fair game? No. But if you actually want the goal that you want, then you're going to continue showing up regardless of how hard it is, right? Ultimately, yes, we want to have the body that we that we wish to have, but ultimately we're doing this for health, right? So that we don't die at 60 and we die at 100 instead, right? You are training and trying to be healthier so that you can have an amazing quality of life into your later years. Not just so you can have a six pack, right? Having six pack is okay. Like I've, I've been there, done that. It's not that great. Um, once you experience it, you'll see that it's not that great, but you're doing this for long-term health. There's greater impact to you doing this journey than to look a certain way, right? The look will come. You need to become, um, 
you need to become a different person. You need to have different habits in order to have that goal and sustain that. And who you are, who you have been has brought you to where you are. Therefore, there needs to be a change in that. And so if you're not seeing any results right now, and you're not try and you're not being compliant, you're not being consistent, you don't have a clear strength training plan, minimum three strength training sessions a week. If you're not strength training, you're doing cardio, you're eating healthy, you will never get the body that you want. I'm gonna put that out there and I'm and, and I will back that up 100 percent You need strength training at least three times a week. Um you need to make sure you're compliant and make sure you're consistent. If you're not and you're not losing weight, well, that's the reason why, right? You're, you're not working out properly and you're not eating the right types of food. You're not hitting your protein. You're not within your calorie. You're not actually in a calorie deficit. And if you are tracking 100% and you are strength training and you are doing your cardio and you're not losing weight, then you need to remove some more calories, right? If you're not losing weight, you're not in a calorie deficit. Scientifically, it has been proven. No one has been able to debunk that for the past 40 plus years. You need to be in a calorie deficit. If you're not losing weight, you're not in a calorie deficit. Your metabolism might be slower than what you think it is, right? We all think that our food intake should be at a certain point, but your body will actually tell you where it needs to be. And so if you find yourself being in extremely low amounts of calories, consider reverse dieting, consider putting yourself in a position for optimal fat loss, for the future, because I promise you, once you do that, it'll be so much easier for you to lose the weight. It'll be a lot less of a headache. The journey will be a lot more fun. You'll be able to eat more food and just have a better time losing the weight, to be honest with you. I know fat loss sounds, you know, it doesn't sound fun, but it can be fun if you do it properly and you're in an optimal position to do that. And so again, if you're not seeing the results that you want to at this moment, be hundred percent compliant. If you're not, that's the issue. If you are, and you have a history of yo-yo dieting, you need to continue being consistent because you got to deal with the cards that have been dealt to you. I promise you it will come. Just keep being consistent. And again, it all comes down to, to, to compliance. If you're not 100% compliant, you're not going to lose weight, right? It just, that's just how it works, right? If you don't have the good grades to, to, to pass your test, you won't, you won't, uh, sorry, you won't graduate from university, right? They don't care if you worked hard. They have, they genuinely don't care if you worked hard. It's, we live in a result-driven society. You need to get the grade to pass the exam to get your degree if you worked hard but you don't have the grades then you don't get the degree that's exactly how it works the same thing with your body right we most people don't care how hard you work they just care about producing results and you're very result driven because you're looking at number on the scale and you want it to be results driven but in order to be results driven you have to put a big amount of work that no one will necessarily congratulate you for and that's the hard part right we want that acknowledgement that we worked hard but working hard doesn't mean that you get a medal doesn't mean that you get the goal a lot of people work a lot harder than i do and don't get as far as i do right i work harder than a lot of other people and other people are further ahead than i do right that's just a, the nature of the game. You have to be smart with your effort and you have to be hyper consistent for a long time. And so I hope that, um, you know, I, I wanted to share that with you because the man management of expectation makes the world of a difference when you understand from which scenario you're coming from towards a goal that you want to reach. And so I, I hope this podcast episode was helpful to you and it was something that you needed to hear for your own journey. If it was helpful, um, definitely let me know uh, either in the comment section below if you're watching on YouTube. Feel free to message me on Instagram. I'm always open to answering your questions. If you're interested in working with us, there's a link down below where you can apply um, to book your free fit and vegan uh, audit call. Um, and if not, you enjoy the podcast, continue enjoying it. We put out content three times a week, every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on podcasts, on YouTube, everywhere. So I uh, hope you guys have an awesome day. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode. Ciao. 
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.